Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello Australia, welcome to My Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James. Now, we are talking about first home buyer deposit fatigue, first homeowner fatigue. Man, there is so much going on out there for first home buyers. It's not easy. It's tough. Is it getting harder? Probably. Will it be like this forever? Maybe not. But let's have a chat about being a first homeowner and trying to get through the fatigue. So I saw this in the Facebook group uh, from Emily, and thanks, Emily. I trust it's okay if I read this, um, but anyway, it's in the group. It's pretty public. There's probably more people in the group that listen to this episode, actually. So it ain't no thang. Anyone else feeling quite disheartened about saving for a house deposit? We are recently debt-free and first home buyers, and congratulations on being debt-free. Like that's amazing. Our savings are small due to focusing on the debts. But the plan was to get 20 grand ish by July. But now we are seeing the prices of houses just rise like crazy. The plan was to start building this year, but now scared as we will probably need to double the amount that we thought and would be living so far away from Brisbane City. We are first home buyers in Queensland, so looking at the 5% options. Anyone else feeling like this? So, Emily, lots of people are feeling like this. Um, but what I want to really just encourage you with is like, number one, like you've just got out of debt. I would probably say the focus for the next little while is just to continue working on your habits and behaviors just to ensure that you don't go back into debt. And obviously, whatever you're paying down on the debt, the minimum payments, the extra repayments, that needs to just continue to go to savings. Now, I will say... I hope you've done something to celebrate getting out of debt because we need the emotional wins. You know, on the seventh day, God rested, you know what I mean? Like it's okay to do a heap of work and then pause, rest, celebrate, regroup, and then go and get your next goal. The problem we've got now with house prices in many places in Australia going absolutely crazy It just takes longer to save up for a deposit. It just takes longer to find the right home. I'm confident and hopeful that as COVID starts to kind of end, and remember, pandemics can go for two to three years uh, when we look at history, but I'm very hopeful that as this year goes on, home prices will start to cool off. We know that interest rates will start to rise. So, I would just really encourage you to hang in there. Now, that doesn't help. So, what I really need to encourage you with is to start to change your perception of what a lifestyle looks like for you, what a home buyer looks like for you, and particularly where you want to live. Now, 
it may be the case that to start your property journey that you need to buy in a suburb and get into the market, put a tenant in and be a homeowner and not live in it. So just that rent vest thing. The strategies and the way of life 50 years ago where we leave school, get a job or go to uni, get a job and then do that same job forever, buy a house and forevermore, amen, that's gone. It's a different world that we're living in now. So like now where you might leave school, go to university, do a job for a hot minute and then go, oh, I don't like this and do another career and then, oh, I'm not liking that, I'll do this and then I'm going to do a side hustle. The career rules are different, but so are our almost, uh, what would I call it, like our societal norms or the way our lifestyle goals and the lifestyle things might be different, that it isn't taken as read that you can just go and buy a house with a small deposit. So, it might actually be different for a long time. So, I would just, number one, say that you you aren't alone lots of people feel the frustration. And even in my book, I talked about as a first home buyer, the first thing that you really need to do is just worry about getting to that 5% savings. And it could be like, okay, well, it's a $500,000 house. If 10% is $50,000, let's look at $25,000. And then just go, look, we're not even going to look at different houses. We're just going to pause for this year. If we're going to turn off domain, we're going to turn off realestate.com. We don't want this to be our identity. We don't want this thing that's out of reach to be sucking our joy. Let's just look at focusing on having fun, living life, and having a target of $25,000 to start with. Then we might come up for air. Then we might speak to a mortgage broker because that's the whole thing, right? I've found in my own life, like you get house fever and it's really hard to come out of that house fever. I mean, when I was looking for my first home to live in, when I didn't have the money, I was like, what am I doing here? This is sending me insane. I'm looking at all these quote unquote dream houses. I'm going at looking at them and getting emotionally invested, but I just didn't have the money. Now, everyone's different, but for me, I was like, that is after the fact. I need to save X amount before I can even start to look. And the silver lining here, Emily, is once you are ready to quote unquote seriously look, the market in the particularly different suburbs that you've looked at may be well and truly different and it could be actually easier than what you think. But I do know one thing, if you want to buy a home to live in, you will be able to. There are hundreds and hundreds of people in the My Millennial Money Facebook group that have had a goal to save for a first home. They've got their first home. They've worked hard for it. And it was the right home at the right time. Yes, it was hard, but we got there. So I just want to say, keep focused on what you can control. And that is, we can control saving and we can control working extra. We can control sacrificing and let's try and get to that 5% deposit number first. Then we can say, well, we still can't really afford here. So let's look at rent vesting. Let's, as in, we'll continue to rent here because we like it here. Now, and let's go and buy an investment property somewhere else. We've got to control what we can control. 
turn off the FOMO, ignore all that stuff. Stuff isn't forever. And I would rather you be at peace within your life than be turned upside down by not being able to get a house just yet. So this was more just a call to calmness for all of the first home buyers. And I will say, if you've got good incomes and you can't get that deposit, is there a parental guarantee that's available? Can you ask parents, your parents, your partner's parents that have a home with a mortgage and they've got a stable life and they're not moving every 10 minutes, would they be open to doing a parental guarantee? That way, you've got no debt. If you can afford the payments, it could be a way to get to your home sooner. I will encourage you though, head over to My Millennial Property Podcast and have a listen to the clarity call that Ella did. And she didn't want to buy a house to live in, but John talked her through different things to consider when it comes to our strategy, like what type of property do we look at? And really with that big funnel, how we're funneling out and kind of sifting through our goals, our direction, what we want. And that will also help you take that FOMO off because you might be seeing all these houses and the price is going nuts, but hey, we don't need a three-car garage in our first home. We're just happy with a little villa. And I mean, I'm just making stuff up. So I think it's really important to, with your partner, sit down and really, really get to, if you haven't already, exactly what you want. But again, is there any point doing that without having a deposit? Probably not, but at least it might help temper those FOMO emotions. Hey guys, thanks so much for having a listen today. If you're a first home buyer, stay in there, hang in there, keep out of debt, keep your cash flow lean, keep your cash flow agile, and let us know when you do get to that step of wanting to speak to a mortgage broker. Because once you get that 5% of your target type of price, and realistically, it might be a fair thing to say, look, you really just need to save 30 grand before you even speak to a mortgage broker. 30 or five, 35, 40 grand before you speak to a mortgage broker in Australia. And then when you get to that point, you might be surprised how soon that you can get into that first home to enjoy. I'm Glenn James. This is My Millennial Money Express. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.